Ready? And this is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. This is the Daily Oz. Oh, now it makes sense. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Oz. It's Wednesday, the 21st of February. I'm Zara. I'm Billy. And Zara, before we go any further, we have to acknowledge that it is our first video podcast. Woo! I feel like I'm like not sure where I'm looking is at the yeah, camera, is it at you? But if I'm you do <laughs> But if you do want to watch this on video, we will put a link in the show notes and it's on our YouTube. Wow, there you go. A world first for the Daily Oz. But what are we talking about on the podcast today? Well, today we are speaking about alcohol in Parliament. That's because earlier this month, a video went viral of Nationals MP and former Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce lying on the ground in the middle of a Canberra street, swearing into his phone. Then this week, we had National Senator Perrin Davey admitting that she had two drinks before a Senate estimate hearing where she could be heard slurring her words. So in today's Deep Dive, Billy, we are discussing the rules around drinking in Parliament push for breath testing and what happens next. Before we get there, though, what's making headlines? The Australian Navy will get an extra $11.1 billion of funding under the government's new defence plan. This will bring the naval fleet's funding to over $54 billion in the next decade, which covers 11 new warships and six new vessels that can operate without a driver. It comes after an independent review commissioned by the Labor government claimed the naval fleet was underfunded by $25 billion. Queensland's Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll has announced that she is stepping down from the role after increasing pressure around a range of issues, including increased domestic violence and youth crime in the state. In a press conference yesterday, Carroll said, quote, The world has changed since COVID. To have in one year a 25% increase in domestic violence is just unheard of. And that's in one year. Carroll was appointed in 2019 and was the first woman in the position. A landslide in Afghanistan has killed 25 people in the province of Nuristan, according to a spokesperson for the Disaster Management Ministry. A further eight people have been injured. Heavy snowfall in the country's east caused the landslide. Due to weather conditions, helicopters providing aid have not been able to land. Rescuers have had to use hand shovels to recover bodies and explosives have been used to make way through fallen boulders. And today's good news, an NBA All-Star game has broken the record for the most points ever scored. The game in Indianapolis saw the scoreboard reach 200 for the first time in the game's history of 73 years. However, the 200-point barrier was met with some controversy, as some said that the game was not very competitive with that score. Zara, I think you should be transparent about the fact that you didn't think that was good news. I maintain my position. Billy, in the last fortnight, there have been two incidents involving videos of National Party politicians being intoxicated. It has renewed a push to have rules introduced that regulate the behaviour of politicians in their workplace, which, of course, in this case, is Parliament. How would you feel if I rocked up a little bit drunk? I mean, I think that I would have an issue with that. Fair. And it, it, it's incredible that we're talking about that potentially not being an issue in our nation's capital. So for anyone who has missed it, can you Mm -hmm. quickly just take us through what are those two incidents that has triggered this conversation? So the first incident was when the Daily Mail published a video of Barnaby Joyce drunk on a pavement in Canberra. 
Now, Joyce, who is, of course, a Nationals MP, he was also Australia's Deputy Prime Minister, he was filmed yelling expletives into his phone while lying on the ground. Now, after that video emerged, Barnaby Joyce said that he had mixed alcohol and prescription medication and that that was what had created this illusion of drunkenness. Here he is explaining his version of events to Sunrise. I made a big mistake. Uh, there's no excuse for it. There's a reason. I'm on a prescription uh, drug and they say certain things may happen to you if you drink and they were absolutely 100% right. They did. Now, after the incident, Nationals leader David Littleproud encouraged his colleague Barnaby Joyce to take some personal leave and said that he had, quote, embarrassed himself and embarrassed his family. Ultimately, though, Barnaby Joyce didn't heed that advice. He remained working. And this week, he said that he's giving up alcohol for Lent. Lent being a period where some Christians abstain from something that they enjoy in the lead up to Easter. So that was the first incident that triggered this conversation. And it was interesting that some of the commentary around that Barnaby Joyce video was perhaps if it was a female politician, how we responded to that in terms of the media and the public perhaps would have been slightly different. Mm. Ultimately, we didn't have to wait very long to test that theory because this week another Nationals politician is making headlines for a similar reason. What happened? That's right. So in a separate incident, Deputy Nationals Leader Perrin Davey appeared to slur her words during a Senate hearing. I really uh, thank you for your evidence tonight and I thank you because I, uh, having sit in this place now for... Uh, nearly five years. Um, I have seen a dramatic change from when once the arts, uh, arts would come in and it would be a, this is what we're saying, you come prepared, you know exactly the questions I'm going to ask about the regions and the regions are now a topic of conversation. Davy admitted to drinking two glasses of wine at a social meeting before the hearing, but she denies that she was drunk. She said she is mortified by how this is being reported. She actually said yesterday that she had had emergency throat surgery in 2019, which she said affects her speech. Davy said in a radio interview, quote, I've been very conscious of it ever since and I've always thought I've managed it well. She acknowledged that when she has had a glass of wine, she can sometimes slur her words. So again, she did confirm that she drank two glasses of wine before that hearing. So here we have two politicians who have admitted to drinking alcohol in or around the workplace. What other rules are when it comes to drinking alcohol in Parliament? I do think that it should be said first and foremost that alcohol has always been a really prominent feature of Australia's parliament. Anyone that has worked there can attest to that. I only had a brief stint there and even so the way that you make friends is just basically by going to drinks and politicians put on drinks in their offices and that's kind of how everyone mingles. So, you know, that's my anecdotal evidence. But more importantly, by former Sex Discrimination Commissioner Kate Jenkins, who reviewed Parliament House's workplace culture. She handed down that review in 2021 after a slew of allegations about toxic culture. The review found frequent alcohol consumption was part of Parliament's, quote, kind of work hard, play hard culture. Jenkins recommended restricting the availability of alcohol in Parliament. So that recommendation was made a number of years ago now. Mm. What has actually happened? Has it been implemented? 
So a task force was established to oversee the implementation of this recommendation and a number of other recommendations that were made. And the task force is made up of a number of politicians from across the political spectrum. Actually, one of those members is Perrin Davey, who, of course, is the senator we just referred to, who was accused of drinking. So just to be clear, she was part of a task force reviewing the alcohol policy in Parliament? That is correct. But we don't have any kind of formal policy to point at yet. So The latest update from the task force that was released at the beginning of this month says that alcohol policies have been partly implemented and the update says consultation and implementation of alcohol policy for parliamentarians and their staff is anticipated in the first half of 2024. So it sounds like it's on its way soon, but, you know, not here yet. The City Morning Herald this week obtained a leaked version of the policy, so someone had given them that draft policy as it currently stands. And according to the Herald's report, it doesn't actually propose a ban on alcohol in federal parliament. Instead, part of the leaked proposal does say that, quote, alcohol or legal drug consumption should not adversely affect an individual's work performance or official conduct. Okay, so Kate Jenkins released that report in 2021. We're now in 2024 and that policy still isn't finalised but will be finalised at least in the next four months. Are there any other proposals being put on the table about regulating alcohol in Parliament House? Well, independent MP Zali Stegall, who's also on the task force, this week has suggested she thinks that random alcohol and drug testing should be adopted. We wanted to hear directly from Zali about what this could look like. Here's what she said. Alcohol uh, in Parliament House is unlimited, unmonitored, freely available, and pretty much all social interactions happen over alcohol. Now, it's all fine and well for the Prime Minister and many men, others to say, look, we're all adults and we should be responsible and have responsible consumption of alcohol. But what recent incidents would tend to indicate, that is not the case. We still don't have responsible consumption of alcohol we are passing laws that will impact the lives of millions of people. And so with that responsibility comes, I think, a duty of professionalism. Consuming alcohol on the job is just not part of it. Now, many workplaces have strong and strict alcohol policies um, or random testing. So I think it's time the parliamentary workplace got into line. So that's what Zali Stegall, an independent MP, thinks. I'm interested in what the Prime Minister thinks and also what does the opposition leader think? Well, when he was asked about this idea of a kind of blanket alcohol ban, PM Anthony Albanese said that there was no alcohol in his office, but he said, and I quote, a bit of common sense should apply. People are adults and they should behave responsibly like any adult should. So that's what the government is saying. Peter Dutton, the opposition leader, said on Sunrise that people can have a drink in moderation, but you need to take responsibility, particularly if you're in the public eye. He said, I think a lot of people will learn a lesson from it. We will keep an eye on what happens, especially on that alcohol policy that is apparently coming out in the next four months or so. So it will be very interesting to see what that says. 
Thank you so much for joining us on The Daily Oz, whether you're on the video or whether you're listening in your ears. If you have learned something from today's episode, don't forget to hit subscribe or follow on Spotify. It really helps The Daily Oz grow and gets us in front of as many young people as possible. We'll be back again tomorrow, but until then, have a great day. Bye. My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present.